0: I'm at the um, Garden Club of Ohio the Spring Jackson District Meeting at the Chillicothe Country Club, and you were the uh, main uh, presenter. What is your name, and what do you do?
1: I'm Mary Lewis, and I'm the curator for native plant habitats at the Ohio Governor's Residence and Heritage Gardens.
0: And that would be called the, the Governor's Mansion in Columbus? The Governor's
1: Mansion in Bexley.
0: Just outside Columbus mm-hmm. in Bexley. So. You gave, a, I think, about an hour-long talk, a slideshow, mm-hmm. about all that's been done there. It's not just a big, fancy, 100-year-old house.
1: No, it's not. Um, what we've done is we have recreated habitat and climate um, for native plants, and we've brought them in to grow on the gardens so people can see them that aren't able to get out to the natural areas and preserves around Ohio
0: and that was the dream of Hope Taft in 2000. Yes.
1: Mhm. Yep. She I she I, from what I understand she sleeps with a pad of paper and a pencil by her bed. <laughs> she um she's she's very active with um making Ohio um, clean rivers. She's part of the Little Miami River She's part of um, uh, the Serpent Mound, getting that before the World Heritage. Um, She just really wants people to know what Ohio has to offer and try to make some of it available.
0: And this was a good way to bring in little parts of the different Mm -hmm. landscapes of Ohio, even including boulders and and sand
1: and water. Yes, we um, have... Of course, with the hose, you can water anything that is alkaline. I mean, your your roses, anything like that. But when you are watering a sand dune or you're watering um, a um, sandstone-based woodland garden, like going down to Old Man's Cave, um, you need to have acidic water. And so, we do collect rainwater for that purpose.
0: You said that there's uh, the five physiographic regions of Ohio
1: five physiographic regions of Ohio. Um, The northern ones, uh, for instance, the Allegheny Garden, that is uh, up in the eastern corner of Ohio, uh, where it goes into Pennsylvania, and that is the foothills of the Allegheny Mountains. So we've recreated that. Uh, The two sand dunes are from northern Ohio. The oak opening sand dune is from the Toledo Uh, area and that's where the black swamp used to be and the um, alkaline sand dune or the headland sand dune is from the Cleveland mentor area of Ohio and so everything they they redo the location, they bring in the material from the natural area recreate that whole habitat and then we just kind of wait for all of the butterflies and the bees, and and um, they do come. When you plant it, they will come, <laughs> strictly.
0: You even have some seeds that sneak in, and then you suddenly have a native plant growing.
1: We do, because they brought in sand, you know, from the two different areas. They brought in sandstone. Um, you, you're going to get some seeds that that are already in that soil, but... Some some of the plants that have come up have a, a range of up to 10 years before they start to poke their head up. It takes a long time for them to get to the growing, growing stage. So they're just in the material.
0: And this is the only uh, governor's mansion with uh, this kind of plan?
1: It is the only governor's residence in the country that has a native plant habitat. Um, we consider it educational, historical, and agricultural, because Ohio is famous for all of those things. So
0: are you in charge of just the native plants or the entire program?
1: The entire pro- <laughs> The outside, I take care of all the annuals. Um, I take care of all the native plants. Um, I do research on the plants, and I also coordinate the volunteers.
0: And how long have you been working on this?
1: Um, I've been there since 2000, and... Wow. This will be my 10th year in the gardens, and I had two years before that as a volunteer.
0: From the photos you uh, showed, you can see a lot of change in preparation, and then the plants are really taken off and established themselves. They do,
1: and sometimes we have to thin the native plants out. They just, they, they absolutely love what we've recreated and we get too many of something. So if it's a, a plant that can be shared with a, a community garden or maybe another garden that doesn't have it, um, we'll do that. Uh, you know, it it's just, and sometimes things die. I mean, things only live for so long. And about the time one of them dies, another one pops up. So it kind of takes its place.
0: Well, the whole cycle of life.
1: The whole cycle of life, yes.
0: One of the best compliments a plant can give to you is to be so vigorous that you have to thin it out.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: So it's probably pretty uh, plain right now. Not everything is sprouted and flowering yet.
1: No, the only thing that we really have sprouting right now is um, we're starting to see a little bit of spring and from spring ephemerals and um, that would be the trilliums are st- starting to poke just a little bit um, uh, we've got some um, spring beauty that's starting to come up Virginia bluebells are starting to show so we've got the spring things working working their way up
0: so uh, i Maybe another month it'll be at full.
1: Oh, wow. When you get into uh, mid June to mid July, it's just in all of its glory. It's beautiful. Everything is blooming.
0: So, how can people learn more and what do they need to do to plan a
1: visit? Uh, They just need to call the governor's residence. Uh, It's key for them uh, who to call. Um, 614. 644-7644, 644-7644, and they'll want to talk to Mary Alice Myro. She's the uh, historical curator for the house, and she schedules the tours.
0: And if you want to just make an individual visit, is, are the grounds open to the public all times? or just... No,
1: they're only open on Tuesday.
0: Okay. All right, and it sounds like this is a, a great place for kids.
1: Yes. My kids still talk about Green Halloweens and the other things that they've done.
0: So there are regular programs in the yards and the grounds in the house?
1: I believe that we're going to see more of that come in because um, Mr. Governor and Mrs. DeWine are are very um, much interested in education for children. So I think we will see... A few things that we haven't done come along, and maybe the return is some of the things that we have done.
0: They've got a few grandchildren to entertain.
1: Uh, Yes, they do. They have a nice big family, and they just had grandchild number four. Twenty-four. Excuse me, 24.
0: (laughs) And I believe they're the uh, first governor's family to live there in a while?
1: Yes. um, Governor Kasich and his family did not live there, so the house was used just for meetings and um, maybe family, some family-type things, but mostly they had their own home that they did, did that with. And
0: they already lived in central Ohio.
1: Yes, they lived in, I believe it's Westerville.
0: Okay. All right. Anything else you can think of?
1: No, I just would suggest uh, I tell everyone that I do a tour for, come back once a month and see how the garden changes. You, know, you may not have a chance to do that, but maybe this year you saw all the spring ephemerals, so maybe next year when you get a chance to come back, come back in that mid-June to mid-July period when you can see all everything is just blooming and is beautiful. And then if you're a fall person and you like purple and gold, come back through August and uh, September and you'll, you'll see all of that.
0: And how many acres?
1: three-acre piece of property. It sits on the corner of Parkview and uh, Maryland Avenue. Um, it is...
0: So you go they, to downtown Columbus and head east?
1: Downtown Columbus and get on East Broad Street. And when you go past Columbus School, what is the name of this? Columbus?
0: School for Girls?
1: Boys. I can't think of the name of that school. Anyway, you go past it. You can't miss it. And um, park view just a little bit up, and you make a left-hand turn, and you're there.
0: And do you have a website?
1: Yes, they do have a website. D- um, is that it? Yeah, it's um, you can go online at governor's residence all one word dot ohio dot gov.
0: All right. Well, Mary Lewis, um, what is your official title?
1: Um, curator of native plant habitats.
0: And are you also a plant rescuer? Yes. I like that title. I do the same thing. We
1: do plant rescue, and uh, we try, everyone tries to watch, um, Jane Rogers, for instance, who's one of our board members, um, she watches up in the Toledo area for anything that, you know, they're going to put a housing development in, um, they're going to start paving something, and then they all work to try to get in and get some of those native plants out before they're buried.
0: Like rescuing the trilliums for U.S. 33 yes. in Nelsonville. Yes,
1: we rescued trilliums, um, we, we rescued cohosh, um, gin, well, no, we didn't rescue ginseng because that's protected down there. Um, uh, we did get some...
0: Well, whatever you can, you save, and some of it makes its way to the...
1: Uh, all of it makes its way there. Yeah, it all comes back to the residents.
0: Okay. All right. Well, so Mary Lewis with the Ohio Governor's Residence and Heritage Garden at the um, Chula Coffee Country Club with the Chula Coffee Garden Society. So thank you very much. You're welcome. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?